Connect and be blessed by the teachings of Pastor Charles Sinyaba, which will enable you to live a distinguished and supernatural life. Pastor Charles Sinyaba is a young and anointed man of God and preacher of the gospel. He's the head pastor of the Hopewell Revival Church, a vibrant supernatural youth church, and the praying family, a non-denominational fellowship on KNUST campus. Have an expectation and prepare your hearts to receive from God as you connect to the undiluted word of God. Let's delve into today's message. Listen, you are not wiser than God. When God says, I have given you shepherds after my heart, never go for best friends after your heart. You may think you are wiser than God until an issue pop up and you realize that all your friends will not be there to help you, but it will only be your shepherd. Don't lose it and later on ask for help because in such point, help can't reach you. The moment you realize that your fire is going down, you know, I was advising Kamasel and the guys around me that Listen, you may pride yourself in what I'm telling you. But you know, once we were doing Alpha with Pastor Ovis, um, and he made mention that a Christopher changed his sign and complained and said, Bibi, like only problems changes us. Not even the word of God. It is problems that can change a young girl. It is a problem that can change a young boy. You advise them about relationship, they don't want to hear you give them an advice about this. Now, people know that what I'm doing is wrong, but I'll do it. So we will come to church all right, but we will do our own thing. I'm telling you, the word of God will judge you. Satan will not tell you the end of your actions, but the love of God will predict the end of your actions. Am I talking to somebody? Satan told Adam and Eve, if you eat, you will not die. But God in his love told them, if you eat, you will die. When God loves you, he tells you the destructions ahead. When Satan loves you, he will deceive you about the destructions God is advising you about. Every time I meet my spiritual father, he gives many advices, many. Now, he gives me the advice, it is my responsibility to either take it or leave it. If I take it, I'll be healed like a pharmacist giving you a drug. But if I take the drug and I put it elsewhere and I go about my daily work, it's just a matter of time. I may collapse and die. Don't downplay the place of a shepherd in your life. God gave them. Especially if we're in this commission. Don't think you can do it on your own. Don't think you can solve it. Now this lady was once on fire. Eddie, this fire. You see, how do you know you are backsliding? When suddenly you lose interest in the people around you who can push you to God. And suddenly you gain interest in people outside you. You wouldn't have gotten anything to do with them. In a normal way, you wouldn't have even asked them for any advice. But because Satan now wants to destroy you, he takes you out of the circle. Now, God planted Adam and Eve in the garden. When Satan wanted to destroy them, he took them out of the garden. Now, the garden was not where God planted. The garden was the voice of God. The voice of God. 
Why? What kept them in the garden was not the location. It was the voice. Be here. Do this here. When they disobeyed, they were relocated. Don't joke with it. You see, this thing we are doing here as a church, as we are all seated here, as I'm talking, as I'm preaching, you may not see something what we see ahead. So we say it ahead, but it is wisdom to preserve yourself by obeying. It is wisdom. You don't wait till the, the storm rains, then you come to the altar to pray. God will not mind you. No amount of prayer could have changed the mind of God when Adam and Eve disobeyed because God already gave them the preservative. Prayer has a limit, but the word of God is limitless. Now, prayer is only limited to the scope of the word. Let no man of God deceive you that prayer answereth all things. No, prayer only answers what God has commanded. Prayer only responds to what is written in the word. No matter your problem, if you do not seek counsel from God's word and you think you can just come to the altar and pour your heart for God to answer, I have taught you that God is limitless, but he has limited himself to the word. The moment a man comes to God, he opens the word to see whether your problem is in accordance with his word. When he realizes that you are at fault, he allows you to deal with your problem. Nobody here can tell me that you don't know that sin is bad. You don't know. I mean, nobody here can tell me. Now, everybody here knows the truth about God's word. God is waiting for you to obey the truth. Then he will set you free. So please, if you are here and we talk about shepherding, we talk about this, we talk about that, you may not understand. You may not understand. Don't downplay it though. Especially when you are young. The fantasy of thinking you are wise, you are smart, you can get your way around. But I just give you some few time. It's just like buying airtime or buying data. When you are using it, you forget that it will finish. It is when they warn you, they realize that, ah, it is finishing. But let me tell you the truth. The data of life does not give you warning. It only gives you distraction. It will, no, 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 no. Satan's agenda is in threefold. John 10, 10, the thief cometh number to steal now, when he steals you, he destroys you to the point of death. Then he kills you. So the thief comes in about to steal, to, and to destroy. But I rather think that it is he steals, he destroys, then he kills. Some of you are hiding your relationships. I don't mind. You may think you are smart because you are listening. You see, do not understand anything. Many people today listen to celebrities more than their pastors. So now, when they listen to YouTube or when they listen to things from YouTube, they think they are wiser than their pastors. They will not tell you the reality. They will tell you what to give them views. But they will not tell you the truth. They will tell you what you may. They will give you a tag. How I fell in love. And you want to also know. But I also tell you that it is, we don't fall in love. We don't fall. No, listen to me. I'm not bragging to be the most wisest pastor. But since you are also bragging to be the most wisest member, Let's leave our wisdoms to each other. I'll allow you to go. You also allow me to go. And at the end, we will see who will come back. When the prodigal son was leaving the father, he thought he was the most wisest son. It was time that judged the wisdom of the father and the son. Time will always judge the wisdom of the father and the wisdom of the son. Now, in the beginning, you may look like a wise son until time judges your wisdom. Now, the silence of the father does not mean you are wiser. He's only leaving it to time for time to judge you that you are not wise. If you have come to church, open your heart. If you hear me preach about something, it is God telling you. I may not call you out, fee, get up. 
and prophesy to you the greatest prophecy any man can hear from God is when the word of the you see as I stand here and I preach it looks like I'm preaching to one person but it is addressing different issues the greatest prophecy is the release of the word of the Lord it comes and it addresses different wounds altogether one is wounded in the mind it addresses that wound one is wounded in the heart it addresses that wound one is wounded physically it addresses that is the power of God's word When you are working with a shepherd, never think you are smart. Sometimes the shepherd may ignore what you think he doesn't know. But he's only ignoring so that the wind of life will blow you. Then you realize that you were not wise. And it is very dangerous to work with somebody you call your shepherd and he keeps silence on you. Always find out whether you are still in the faith or you are out. Peter thought he was still in the faith until Jesus told him, I have prayed for you. Probably he was going about and he was preaching. Probably Peter was doing everything as every pastor or a leader should do. Until his leader told him, Peter, in as much as I have prophesied to you that upon you I will build my church, in as much as everybody knows you around me as one of my closest associates, you may think you know it all, but Peter, I'm telling you, you don't know something. Whilst you were preaching, whilst you were going about your daily activities, Satan was seeking to save you. You did not see it whilst you were preaching. You did not see it whilst you were dancing. You did not see it whilst you were playing the instrument. But as a shepherd, whilst I sat there, God gave me the permission to see. Satan has sought to save you, but I have prayed for you. So listen, Peter was in the faith because he thought he had faith. It was the faith of the shepherd. was the prayers of Jesus. So sometimes you are still in the faith. You, think, you see, you being in the faith, you may think that it's because you are praying, but you don't know that sometimes the simple prayer of the shepherd can avert many attacks of the enemy. Don't wait till you are being wasted before you acknowledge the place of a shepherd. It is not wisdom. It is foolishness. It is not wisdom. I have prayed for you. Peter didn't know that the devil was seeking him. Peter didn't know. All he knew was, I am one of Jesus' favorite. All he knew was, I was one of Jesus' anointed vessels. All he knew was, I am preaching, I am going about. But whilst he was doing all these things, Satan was plotting his downfall. I believe strongly that Peter coming back to Jesus was Jesus' prayer. Why am I saying this? Because at long run, Peter even betrayed Jesus twice. So that simply means that the third time could have made the guy not to come back again. But because Jesus had prayed, there was room for him. And look at the prayer. Peter, I have prayed that your faith in me, Kubala, will not fail. You are preaching all right. You are doing everything all right. But I realize that your faith, that means I realize that your fire, your commitment, your purity life is going down. So though you are coming to church, but there is something going down. Peter, I pray for you. So don't be too big. When you're, though you are doing everything, but your shepherd says, I'm seeing something wrong. Peter didn't fornicate. But Jesus said, I have prayed for you that your faith in me Peter, I have, listen, but I have prayed especially. That means I am praying for everybody, but now I've realized you are not the special target of Satan. I have prayed for you 
Peter, that your own faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen and establish your brethren. Do you know what it means? The whole disciples were under attack. But Peter's attack was stronger than theirs. And Jesus said, as much as most of the disciples are messing up, Peter, your own is too much because you are a target in the realms of the spirit. So I will use you as a point of contact to strengthen the faith of your brothers. So though the world was celebrating them as champions, but Jesus saw their weaknesses. Forget about what people say about you. People say you are audacious. People say you are spiritual. Forget about what they are saying. Because they may be saying something to make you think you are something. That was what Satan came to do. He came to say something else, but God saw something else about Adam and Eve. Did God say? Did God say? And when God came, where are you? And they said, we've hidden ourselves. And God said, who told you? That simply means that if you were to be in me, you wouldn't know you were naked. But now you are naked because somebody else told you. So many people backslide because of what people tell them. Outside what we preach to them. We come here, we preach, and you go and ask your friend who did not go to church, what do you think about what my pastor said? You come to me, I advise you as a pastor, as a shepherd, then you go back to your room and you confine in somebody you know is doing something bad. I discussed something with my pastor. What do you think about it? What does he think? If the person had thought to think, would the person's life be what he or she is? Sometimes when I see the youngers around me, and when you talk to them about many things, it's like, hey, so they're hiding many things. They're hiding many things. And I watch them. Don't waste the life God has given you. You would regret being young, it's exciting, but it's dangerous. You can correct many things as you are growing up, but when you are up, you can't correct it. Let me repeat it. As you are growing up, it is easy to correct things. Let me put it this way. If you are building, it is easy to plaster and take it out because it is still wet. Isn't it? But when it is dry, now if I am a mason, if I take the mortar, I can plaster it and take it out and take it back again. That means I am in my season of what? Making corrections whilst I'm building. But the moment the sun appears, it dries up. And in that moment, you can't correct it, but you have to destroy the building. Many of you, as you grow up, you may not be able to correct the mistakes. You only destroy the life of your children. You correct it by destroying their life of the children. Please, I beg you in the name of God. If you come to this auditorium and I stand here and I preach to you and I tell you the truth, you may think I'm joking. You may think I'm making you laugh. At the end of the day, Jesus said he gave some apostles, some pastors for the perfecting. For the perfecting. Yes, you are intelligent. Yes, you are smart. Yes, everybody is saying everything about you, but you are still not yet perfected until a pastor preaches to you. I'm telling the truth. Don't live here the same. Don't. I would rather drop this microphone and do any other work than to stand here and lead a failed generation. Because God didn't call me to deliver you from Egypt into Sodom. 
God called me to deliver you from Egypt to the promised land. You may downplay this short counsel and short advice. Adam and Eve downplayed what God was telling them. It looked like, oh, fruit. What is fruit? I mean, what is fruit? Oh. Oh, what is Pastor Charles saying? That is, it's a simple advice. Oh, my girlfriend is not. Oh, my clubbing is. Oh, oh, oh. Do you know the funny thing? The devil who made them fall was not cared. God didn't care the devil. God cares three things. Do you know what God cares? God cares the ground. God cares the serpent. And God punished the woman. So he cares two things and he punished the man but he didn't care them. Because God doesn't care what is in his image and likeness. Do you know the funny thing? Can I say this lastly? When God came, God asked the serpent, God didn't ask the devil, what have you done? Do you know what it means? Snake, I created you to obey me. Why did you obey the devil? So do you know what Satan does? When he wants to destroy you, he enters anything around you, speaks to you, and leaves the thing. So now, you end up blaming the thing. But what made the thing to do what it did? Now, some of us say it was the devil. It was not the devil. It was the devil who entered the snake. So when God came, God said, what have you done? That means, why did you allow yourself to be influenced by the devil? Don't allow your life to be influenced by your friends. When we complete school, when you are getting married, they may all come there to celebrate you. But when you are going home, you don't go with anybody. You are here on this campus for four years. You are not here with friends. Most of the people in my class, I never spoke to them till we completed. Now, I don't even know where they are about. So if I had allowed them to introduce me to an act, now they have planted a seed and I'll be reaping the fruit for the rest of my life. Don't be deceived that there is more time. There is less time. There is only more time to people who maximize their time. Don't waste it and curse God that God has not been good to you. The greatest blessing God can ever give any man is time. Because in time is your blessing. In time is your correction. In time is opportunity. God bless you for listening to this message. May your life never be the same as you have connected to the word of God through his servant, Pastor Charles Inyaba. Connect with the man of God on Facebook and Instagram at Inyaba Charles.